It's been a crazy season, and there's much that we could say about this season. Mm -hmm. But really what we want to do today is just be able to pause and celebrate all that God has been doing, has done in and through the life of our church. And then to be able to give some direction for where we're going going forward. And so a few things that we're calling our community to, uh, we're calling you specifically, us, to fast and pray in this season. We're gonna take some time uh, to do that specifically on Tuesdays to be able to fast and pray for three things, for our country, for our community, the East Valley, and for our church. And not just Rhythm Community Church, but the church. And so I wanna invite you to that. And the reason being is we want to, in this season of a lot of tension, a lot of frustration, mm -hmm. a lot of uncertainty, we wanna bring clarity. And clarity only comes when we pause yeah. <laughs> and we actually seek our attention, our focus on Jesus. And so the life of the church has been centered around those practices of fasting and praying. And through that, there has been a movement that's happened. And so we're expectant yeah. that there will be a movement that happens in the life of Rhythm Community Church, but more importantly, in the life of the church in the midst of a lot of uncertainty. Yeah, and so there's a lot that we could talk about, mm -hmm. but Matt, just give us a brief update on where we've been yeah. in the life of Rhythm Community Church, how we get got here Yeah. before we start, talk about where, we, where we're going. It's a long and winding mm -hmm. journey. And for Adam and I, it really began 15 years ago when we met at college, when we locked eyes locked with each eye. And uh, we became friends, uh, got to do life together for yeah. a few years there. And then beyond college, we stayed connected mm -hmm. uh, for the 15 years we did ministry. He was in Florida, Missouri, Texas. Yeah. I was in Illinois and Texas for the most part. And two years ago, I got a call from Broadway Christian Church mm -hmm. in Mesa. And they said, hey, would you consider coming to start a church? They got my name from a guy in Albuquerque, New Mexico, who I met when I was in mm -hmm. Texas one time. And I said, yeah, we, we're really considering anything right now in this season. And um, as we were doing that conversation with them, I told them, I just want to warn you up front that I'm reading some books about the church and about the way of being the church, right. not just doing church, but the way of being the mm -hmm. church. That is uh, a different model mm -hmm. than the traditional model. And those books were Letters to the Church by Francis Chan and uh, The Underground. Right by Brian Sanders uh, in Tampa, Florida. So they read those books, at least mm -hmm. breezed through them, and, mm -hmm. and said to me, ah, we get really excited about that, actually. Yeah. And that's exactly what we want to do. We want to start a church for the next generation and for generations to come. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, that's the kind of thing we want to invest in. So fast forward to last October and October 19th, or October, yeah, 20th of 2019, we had our very first Sunday service yeah. at Rhythm Community Church. And... In a manner of speaking, it was pretty traditional, yeah. right? We were doing a Sunday morning service. We were calling people into weekly discipleship in small groups. Mm -hmm. We were doing a kids' ministry. Uh, we were trying to start up a student deal. And come February, you know, we had been four or five months into this, and that was kind of the track we were on. And there was this increasing disparity, I would say, right. this gap between where we wanted to be right. and really where tension we are. There, there was yeah. a tension there because we were growing in Sunday morning attendance, yeah but our weekly life-on-life -life discipleship was shrinking. Yeah. 
And Adam and I both, um, in our years of experience, that's the opposite of what we wanted. Yeah, it's not unique to just uh, East yeah. Mesa or East no. Valley. No. Um, we've, you know, we've experienced this quite a bit in ministry, yeah. that disparity, uh, where there's a lot of churchgoers, you know, a lot of Bible scholars, you know, people that learn the word, know the word. Uh, but that doesn't always translate to transformation, transformation, inner transformation. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And so it, it honestly, it feels a lot like check boxes, Mm -hmm. you know, and, and often for me and my experience with my family, um, was burdensome. And quite frankly, when you could do church without Jesus, (laughs) you know, um, and be successful, it really made things, um, it really made it complicated. Yeah. And so for us, we saw that trend. You know, we had our second largest attendance yeah. um, post our launch right. pre-COVID. Uh, the, in fact, the week before COVID mm-hmm. uh, when everything hit. And then we had, but yet we had our um, smallest attendance mm-hmm. for life-on-life discipleship right. in terms of what we called rhythm communities at yeah. that time. Yeah. And that disparity really caused some frustration with us and just some asking the question yeah. very simply, what is the church and what is the church for? So yeah. yes. I'm going to ask you that question. What, <laughs> what is, is the church? What is the church? Well, so I always go back to uh, the way Jesus described things. And so when I ask questions, big philosophical questions, like what is the essence of the church? Mm-hmm. I go back to the word church that Jesus <laughs> used, which was ecclesia. In his language, a Koine Greek, mm-hmm. the word was ecclesia, which means the called out ones, mm-hmm. that the church is actually a group of people that are being called out by God to participate in his gospel mission. And the gospel being Jesus's death, his burial, his resurrection, but also the gospel of the kingdom, that Jesus is saying the good news is the kingdom has come mm-hmm. now and will someday be fully established when I come back. And yeah. you get to be a part of this middle period. Redeeming all things. Yes, yeah. as the priesthood of all believers, you now mm-hmm. get to be a part of this. Um, but the church that called out ones, essentially, when I look at church history, 2,000 years of church history, and I look at a lot of other biblical scholars, not just me, because I wouldn't even call myself a biblical scholar, but I, but I look at other guys and they have three things that they say, the Christian church is about these three things. Yeah. It's, about, it's about worship, it's about community, and it's about mission. Yeah. Right. And, and amidst that, the vision of the church isn't necessarily a phrase of, man, we want to start 10,000 churches in 10 years. Right. The vision is a person. Yeah. The vision is Jesus. I mean, when he leaves them, he says, man, keep your eyes fixed on me. Don't forget, behold, I'm with you always to the very end of the age. Or Hebrews 12, it says, man, mm-hmm. fix your eyes on Jesus, the author and perfecter of our faith. And he's the finisher. And so we just, we, he is our vision. It's not a phrase, yeah. but the person of Jesus. So that, that hasn't changed. Nothing new there. Nothing We've new there. We've said from the very from beginning. The beginning Jesus and, and is in our In fact, vision. when we were putting together a vision mission statement, which is often what church, churches do or what we were asked to do, yeah. we struggled with that. We did, big time. Um, because it's not a statement. No. It is a person. And you guys know this, that we're coming to GPA um, the formed by God with one another for the good of others. Yeah. There's a pretty big banner right when you walk <laughs> yeah. in. <laughs> yeah, those were the three things. To the cafeteria to say, hey, here's what we're about. As a church. As a church. Yeah. And so, so worship. Form, yeah, formed by God being worship, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, with one another being community, and then for the glory of God and the good of others is mission. All right, let's break that down. Okay. So, yeah, because there's a lot to that. Yes. What does it mean to be 
formed by God. When we say that, what does it mean? And then what is, what is our response to that? Yeah. So I would argue that everybody is being formed mm-hmm. in some way or another. So, but I believe the goal of God for every believer and every person, really, the goal of God for all people is to become like Jesus, from the inside out, that there's this transformational process. Some people say spiritual formation, that Mm -hmm. the Holy Spirit is transforming us into the image of Christ, and that's true worship. True worship is actually us sacrificing ourselves to participate in the mission of God. That's why Mm -hmm. Romans 12 would say, uh, you wanna know what God wants for you? Well, just embrace what he does for you and sacrifice your body for that. It's not just singing. Worship, I think, is categorized a lot of times as we come together for 15 minutes on a Sunday, we sing some songs, and don't get me wrong. That is a part of worship. It's a part of worshiping with our voice, with our body. That is a part of it, but that's not the whole thing. It's an everyday deal. Yeah, Um, Jesus says in Matthew 22, which is what we reference when we talk about formation. Yes. And God is to love God, yeah. the great commandment, to love God and to love others. Yes. And that loving God is with, is it, as you said, with our whole lives. Yeah. Heart, mind, soul, body, soul strength. strength. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, 100%. And all these are interconnected. The church in its essence, you cannot be the church without worship. You can't take any one of these things out. You cannot be the church without community. You cannot be the church without mission. And our love of God, our worship, our being formed to be worshipers leads directly into, in the same breath, Jesus says, love God, love people. Love others. Yeah, Yeah. love people, love God. And you just can't separate those two. And so that's what we mean by community, authentic community, is loving other people as God has loved Mm -hmm. us. So as we receive God's acceptance of us, his forgiveness Mm -hmm. of us, his care of us, Mm -hmm. that's how we live out throughout the week. Community for us is not a one-hour event. Right. It's not a midweek small group. Right. It is an everyday life together. Yeah. Now, you may be in proximity to those people, or you just may have the same passions Absolutely. as those people, but you are in community with those Absolutely. people doing life. And those relationships, as iron sharpens iron, yeah. they're shaping you. Absolutely. They're a part of your formation. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. There's, there's, you know, we were walking through the, the one another commandments that Paul uses throughout. And there's, there's a lot of them. There's over 50. Yeah. They're pretty simple. They're very simple. Yeah. Support each other. Pray. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's like. (laughs) Encourage each other. And a lot of just love one another. Yeah, absolutely. Man, be patient with each other in your formation. Cause I got to, formation is a lifelong thing. We would love it to be instantaneous. I would love formation to be uh, a McDonald's type experience. It is not. Quick. It is a farm right. to table type it's experience. It's not a microwave experience. No, it's a crock pot deal. So yeah. community, yeah, when we say community, right. that's what we're saying. And Jesus, you know, a lot of times we use the, the verse, uh, which is on that postcard, and that is John 17. You will know that you, they will know, so people outside the of the world church, will know. the yeah. world will know that you are my disciples by the way that you love one, love another. one another. Not by how good you preach, no. not how, how sweet your songs are, but by your unity. Not, yeah. And so unity for us, like we cannot be the church without that. Mm-hmm. And so as we love God and are formed, and then we do life together and we love one another, that spills, spills out, out. Yeah, absolutely into the world. So I just think so often we disconnect the great commission from the great commandment. Yeah, and they're so connected. Yeah. And this is the only two great statements in yeah. the gospel of Matthew is we cannot do the great commission without motivated, yeah. being motivated by the great commandment or really the great, we call it the great collaboration, John 17. Mm-hmm. We need both of those things mm-hmm to do the Great Commission well. So when mm-hmm. we say we want to make disciples who make disciples who make disciples, 
That is the Great Commission is what we're talking mm-hmm. about. And everybody is called into that. And the kingdom of God, what's interesting to, to me is anytime Jesus describes the kingdom of God, mm-hmm. he talks about it starting small and then growing slowly. Mm-hmm. So the kingdom of God is like a seed, mm-hmm. right? Or the kingdom of God is like yeast mm-hmm. that's very small. It doesn't even look like it should affect anything. And then it grows over time. And, and house churches, they may seem small, uh, but like the early church 2,000 years ago who were persecuted by the Roman government, they completely shifted mm-hmm. the political system in 300 years because of the impact of those communities. Yeah. So it, effect, it affected politics. It affected business. It, it affected family order. It affected, um, man, economics, just everything. And, and I think so often the gospel is privatized mm-hmm. to, man, I accept Jesus and I get to go to heaven someday. But just the truth God. is, yeah, it's just me and God. Right. But our mission is holistic. Absolutely. It's holistic in terms of us, but it's holistic in terms of our environment. We desire to see gospel saturation in every neighborhood, every business, where you work, where you live, where you play. And that is mission. That is mission. That's where you're called to be. Absolutely. Yeah, be the church. Okay, that seems like a lot. That's a lot. And it seems like there's a lot on us. us. Yeah, <laughs> personally and together. Yes. Yeah. So... When we look at formation by God, mm-hmm. we look at with one another for the glory of God and the good of others. Yeah. When we're doing all those things, mm-hmm. what are we what are we saying? What are we centering ourselves to? Yeah. And why are we looking at what we've talked about is living a life in rhythm? Why is that yeah. phrase so Use, important for us? Yeah. So the name Rhythm Community Church came out of Matthew 11, mm-hmm. 28 to 30 in the message version. And so let me just read this to you. Um, it says, Are you tired? Again, this is the words of Jesus, his invitation. Are you tired? Are you worn out? Are you burned out on religion? Come to me, get away with me, and you'll recover your life. I'll show you how to take a real rest. Walk with me, work with me, watch how I do it. Learn the unforced rhythms of grace. I won't lay anything heavy or ill-fitting on you. Keep company with me and you'll learn to live freely and lightly. Mm. And that's where our vision comes out of, like that's really where our invitation lies with everyone watching this video is, will you join us in living this out? Because a lot of people in our culture are tired. They're burned out, especially on religion. Absolutely. And we want to be relationally driven. Uh, we want to be. We want to forge a community centered around this invitation mm-hmm. of walking and working with Jesus, where He is literally custom fitting every single person's calling. It's not about you and me right. and us laying our calling onto you or expect. Yeah, expectations on somebody. No, absolutely. it's about the priesthood of all believers and every single person watching this video, understanding, yeah. living into that missionary identity of no, I am filled with the Holy Spirit. I'm attaching myself not to a personality or to a program, but to the presence presence of Jesus. God yeah. and moving forward. I'm going to be the church mm-hmm. in my everyday context. And that's, this is what we're calling people to live into. Absolutely. And I, you know, when, when we were talking through this, we did not want to recreate another checklist, Mm-mm. which could be very, very easy to yes. do. Yeah, totally it's can. just to say, Hey, we're going to do something different, but really it's the same thing. Right. And what Jesus is saying here is very clear that when we're living a life in rhythm, when we're formed by God, with one another, for the good of others. We are living this out with Jesus, yeah. empowered by the Holy Spirit for God's glory, and it is 
freeing. Yes, it is. It is about something else. It's not something separate from who I am or where I am. Yeah. Right? Yeah. In my everyday ordinary life where I live, work, and play. Yeah. It's it's about taking that and having a lens to see how is Jesus actively at work here. Yeah. Like Galatians. I I love Galatians 5 where it says, it was for freedom that Mm. you were set free. Right? Not to have a burden. Not to have this overwhelming anxiety, but to have a non-anxious cooperative friendship with Jesus yeah. where we're living this out. And so what does that look like for each person? Well, here? it seems simple, right? Yeah, it seems simple. But Everybody can do it, right. even kids. I think even kids and students can right. do this. But as we know from you know Apple or some other great companies, yeah. to make something very, very simple yeah. is really hard. Very hard, yeah. very complex. Yes, and has taken a lot of sacrifice. Yeah. And I would say Jesus is no different than that. No. That there is, and he was the pioneer in that. Yes. <laughs> yeah. When, he's, when we say he's the pioneer of our faith, he went to the cross, yeah. died a horrible, wretched death for the glory of God and the good of others. Right. And so I want to make sure to say on this video and over and over and over again, because this is probably one of the most cultural, countercultural values mm-hmm. we have is that as a church, we want to embrace suffering. Yeah. We don't want to ignore it. We don't want to reject it. We, we don't want to run away from it. We right. know that the way of Christ is the way of the cross. Right. And so our lives are going to be in that shape for the glory of God and the good of others. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So in terms of simplicity, yeah. we're asking and inviting our community to three simple yet very difficult things. Yes. Yeah. And that is daily apprenticeship. Yeah. It is weekly communities and it's monthly gatherings. Mm-hmm. So let's talk a little bit about daily apprenticeship. What does that mean to be yeah. daily apprenticed? Yeah, and I, I do, I mean, a lot of people call themselves Christians. They call themselves followers of Jesus. I love the word apprentice. So do I. Because my dad's a sheet metal worker, mm-hmm. right? So for a year, two years, he had to sit under a master and learn, literally watch him do what he was doing mm-hmm. and then him jump in and do it himself. Mm-hmm. And, and, it, and it was work. It was hard. I remember my dad came home with duct tape around his fingers a lot because he was bleeding because he was learning how to handle sheet metal, which is really sharp. Yeah, it's, it's, it hurts. And daily apprenticeship hurts. We are gonna, we're going to fumble through this, and a lot of times failure is our teacher mm-hmm. in a lot of ways. So it's not a bad thing to fail forward. Yeah. And, and to constantly, we're always confessing, God, I need your help. Your Holy Spirit mm-hmm. is with me. So when I say daily apprenticeship, Jesus is the master, but his Holy Spirit is guiding us, not just 15 minutes in the morning, okay? Because I think a lot of Christians think my daily discipleship is, I have a quiet time, 15 minutes in the morning, I study the Bible, I pray, which I, I do, by the way, and I think right. it's really important for my daily apprenticeship. But then throughout the day, I'm actually setting up rhythms mm-hmm. of grace, unforced rhythms of grace that help me to cooperate with God. Mm-hmm. You know, at lunchtime, I'm just taking five minutes maybe to lay down on the floor and remember, I'm just surrendering to you again mm-hmm. today, God. At nighttime, I'm falling asleep thinking about the times where I was with God that day and aware of his presence mm-hmm. and times where I was completely ignoring him and confessing that and then looking forward to the next Absolutely. day. And there's a, a lot of other things in between. Fasting is one of those things. Mm-hmm. But there's a daily apprenticeship means not just a 15-minute deal, not just a Sunday morning deal, but a whole life right. of discipleship. All of life is all for Jesus. Which is one-to-one or smaller group connection and community. The reason why you do those things is Mm -hmm. for your relationship with God and and also also for relationship with one another. And so apprenticeship or discipleship is who's pouring into me 
because we're all being discipled yeah. at various points of our journey, yeah. at all points of our journey. Yeah. We say this every single week is what is your next step? Yeah. And no matter if you've been a Christian for your entire life and you're 90 years old yeah. or you're my daughter who's right. five, yeah. you know, she has a next step in yes. her faith journey. And so we all yeah. do. But we need, tangibly, we need somebody that we can't see Jesus, we can't see the Holy Spirit, but yeah. we can see yeah. somebody that's living that out. Yeah. So follow me as I follow Christ. Absolutely. Just like the Apostle Paul said. So we're being poured into, yeah. but then we're also not just taking. Yeah. But we're we're giving as well, and mm-hmm. so we're pouring into somebody else, and that apprenticeship model, yeah, where I'm learning from somebody and somebody's learning from me, mm-hmm. is not a, a book study, Mm-mm. or and although it, it can be, yeah, it's it not be a part it's of not it. boiled down to that. It no. is a life on life messiness, yeah, that happens, yeah, every single day, yes, 100%. and so. Daily apprenticeship, we're excited to continue that. Uh, it's not something that's foreign, but something that we're, again, we're specifically calling our community to. Uh, and then weekly communities. Uh, yeah. So since June, mm-hmm. after COVID, after online experiences, we switched up and went to a sort of meeting in homes. Mm-hmm. So what does it mean to be in weekly community? Obviously, there's a Sunday morning component. Aspect to it, yeah. Right? Which is cool. There's been some cool growth. Mm-hmm. Um, in Sunday mornings. Absolutely. There's yeah. been, uh, we've had 45 new people come to yeah. one of our communities that never stepped foot at GPA, which yeah. is incredible. That is incredible, especially during this COVID season. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, that's that's amazing. And yeah. even giving is up. Like y'all have, st- a lot of people probably watching this video yeah. or listening to this, they've stepped up in terms of their sacrificial generosity yeah. and said, um, I'm going to make this thing happen. Like, because right, right now, yeah. yeah, right now, Rhythm Community Church is not just supported internally, but Externally, there's yeah. a lot of people giving to this right. vision um, and this this church from all over the nation, from all over the country. Yeah. So and so, our giving has been actually the most it's ever been in the months of June and July. Yeah. And so, yeah, thank you for your sacrifice, both yeah. for people that are in our community, but also the people that are supporting us from all over yeah. the country. So, weekly communities, um, we've been. Try- I would say we've been experimenting with mm-hmm. house churches, what we call rhythm communities all summer long. And we're just saying, we're saying this is the way that we're going in the future. Mm-hmm. Like the, the way of house church is is we're going all in. So our weekly church yes. is gathering. Commu- or- yeah, is right now there's four different locations and every single one of these weekly communities, we, I like to use the phrase, every single one of these communities is started pregnant, mm-hmm. right? So multiplication mm-hmm. is the goal. That It's not gonna be a church split, all right? Because we right. can think about it that way. But the truth is healthy things reproduce. Absolutely. So every single one of these houses someday are going to grow and another another leader is going to be apprenticed, another shepherd is going to be apprenticed under the current shepherds, and then they're going to go launch out into their own. And then there's going to be those people then are going to start pregnant and then they're going to grow and then they're going to reproduce. And so every single one of these rhythm communities is started so that they can multiply so that gospel saturation happens all over the East mm-hmm. Valley and beyond. Right. So every neighborhood in the East Valley, every community yeah. has a, a, a signpost yes. for the gospel right yeah. there in their right. backyard Yes, where they can be invited into yeah. not just going to church. No. This is not what we're saying. The community is more than just a Sunday morning. Sunday morning is just yeah. one, a one-hour aspect. Huddle. Yeah. It's a huddle. It's a huddle to be sent out for sure. But we're sending out. Yeah, but almost like a really good movie preview when you watch it and you're Mm -hmm. like, I want to go see 
that. I have to go see that movie. You know, Christopher Nolan is awesome. I have to go do that. When we, when you see that, that's what we're talking about in terms of these weekly communities are the preview that during the week when people see them in action, living out this, being formed by God with one another for the glory of God and the good of others, when they see that, they're like, man, I want to be a part of right. that. Again, yeah, it's not, I go to church, I am the church. I am the church. I want to be a part of yes, that. Yes, and one day God is going to restore <clears throat> all things, and this is just a preview of that. Yeah. So every every uh, community is then sent out yeah. to be on mission. And, and then the last thing is those monthly gatherings. So yeah. the collection of communities coming together from all over as yeah. we continue to expand. This is important now with four. It's going to be even more important as we 40. continue to yeah. grow. Yeah, and beyond. And, and so this is a, a huddle mm-hmm. um, or maybe just a, simply a gathering for us to come together, yeah. for us to celebrate yeah. with one another, to be able to hear stories, mm-hmm. to be able to... What, what else is, are people called to when we're talking about those monthly gatherings? Yeah, so I would say it, it's a time of reimagining in that season. For, that, mm-hmm. for such a time as this, God is doing a new creative work. Mm-hmm. And so it's kind of us coming together saying, man, we're noticing God is doing this. Mm-hmm. And it's being able to share that with yeah. other people and celebrate that. And I mean that in a true sense of celebrating what God is doing right. on his mission that we get to be a part yeah. of. It's not us saying, it's not hey, saying, here's oh, our agenda. Look at us. Yeah, right. well, yeah, we're awesome. Right. Look at, yeah, look at all that we're accomplishing. It is legitimately saying, no, we're singing together, all mm-hmm. together. We're all rallying around, man, this is, this is what God is doing. Mm-hmm. And, um, and it's a big deal. It's bigger than all of us. The story that we're a part of yeah. from Genesis to Revelation, we are in this middle period. Yeah where God is doing a wonderful work, a beautiful, captivating, inspiring work that we all get to be a part of. Absolutely. And a monthly gathering is a place for us to come and celebrate that. So simply, that's what we're calling, uh, that's what we're called to, that's what we're calling our community Mm -hmm. to, is to be a daily apprentice of Jesus in the context of relationship, to live life together in weekly communities, and to gather around this character and calling and gather in monthly gathering. Going all the way back to Acts chapter one before Jesus ascended into heaven, he looks at his disciples, his closest friends, and he says, you're gonna be my witnesses. Mm-hmm. In Jerusalem, you're gonna be my preview. You know, you're gonna, you're gonna be the signpost for my coming kingdom. Uh, and you're gonna do that in Jerusalem, Judea to the ends of the earth. Mm-hmm. So would you fast and pray with us about not just our church, Rhythm Community Church, but the collective church, Jesus's one body. Mm-hmm. Would you pray for that? Would you pray for our community the East Valley, the Valley, and beyond, our country even, mm-hmm. and then also the world. Like Adam and I have a huge heart mm-hmm. for the world, and we think that the gospel isn't just about gospel saturation here, Absolutely. but about everywhere for all people. And so we just want to thank you again for being a part of this, mm-hmm. for joining with us. I hope you stuck through this whole 30-minute yeah. spiel. We love you guys, and we can't wait to see what God does in the future. Peace.